This episode is produced with support from DBT Wellcome Trust India Alliance. Welcome to the Nature India podcast. I'm your host, Shubhra Priyadarshini. Each episode, we take you on a journey into the world of Indian scientists and science, both within India and beyond its borders. In this season, we ventured into virology, much topical, explored neuroscience and emotions, took a deep dive into oceanography, and a long look at climate science as it was the season of the big conference of parties. Today, we find ourselves quite happily between a rock and a hard place. We are focused on digging into what we can learn from India's geo-heritage and its fossilized treasures. Now, why is all this so important and in danger of turning to dust? And what can we do to protect it? I turned to geologists and paleontologists to find out. Let's start our journey with a geologist and researcher Rajini Panchang who takes us to the Western Ghats which we often talk about for its importance to biodiversity. What we tend to overlook is that the Western Ghats in themselves are a geological marvel starting right from Gujarat they go all the way down south till a part of Karnataka till Belgaum Goa Belgaum you have the deccan basalts basalts are formed under the ocean but in some places of the world you have these basalts coming out on land and i feel sad when i look at the entire list all these places are not cited if you look at places around pune you have lava tunnels you also have volcanic craters which are preserved in maharashtra volcanic caves which are preserved which are still there intact they are full of different minerals and crystals which are of lot of economic value apart from that you have these lava tunnels like for example they tell you about the history how this landform formed how 65 million years ago just before the extinction of the dinosaurs how there was extreme volcanism how did this entire landmass form and how lava actually moved from one place to the other So Indian plate was a part of a bigger continent which was called as Eastern Gondwana land and when the Gondwana land split up somewhere between 180 million years to 130 million years and India then broke up from Australia and Antarctica and it started its journey from the southern hemisphere till its position right now so this entire journey is recorded in the rocks in the Aryalur area so that is also something of importance amruta paranjpe is also a geologist her research interests include uh, sedimentology i took up geology because i love going on field works i love to be outside in the field visit new areas see new rocks and this tell a lot of stories i believe that every rock speaks to you geology helps redefine the earth's history Amrita rightly says that rocks shed light on our history and if you ask Rajni Panchang she will say geology and the fossils can unearth 
volumes on climate too. They are a natural museum, if you will. These geologists are on a field uh, excursion in the Western Ghats mountain ranges in India to figure out contacts between different lava flow in the Deccan traps, uh, faults indicating uh, neotectonic activity and change in soils due to change in rocks and vegetation or vice versa. They are making their way through thick forests armed with equipment, field guides and record keeping stuff. I've been using microfossils to understand climate change, especially understand how the ocean has been behaving in the light of uh, climate change. What is happening? How are the sea level fluctuating? Uh, how is it impacting civilizations? Because when geologists talk about climate, they think, oh, climate is changing every year. It's changing every season. But uh, when geologists talk about climate, I think they talk in terms of thousands of years and millions of years. And I think uh, geoheritage sites are also largely, largely carved from climate also uh, and also preserved or destroyed by climate. The worry, though, is that the threat of destruction is looming from multiple directions. All the natural heritage, it is being destroyed day by day under your uh, urbanization and uh, mining and all, all these uh, practices. We turn now to Suraj Bhosle, a PhD scholar working on the northern continental shelf of Jurassic period, essentially uh, the geology of the Himalayan region during the Jurassic period. He has pitiful stories of how the country's geologically important formations and vast fossil treasures are being despoiled by unregulated mining, dams, development and tourism. What I have seen that there are some tourists, I mean tourist uh, planners, they are actually taking these peoples to the sites of uh, where we have few ammonites uh, left in the actual rock and they are collecting uh, extensively collecting the ammonites from last several years. What I have is that uh, I did not uh, get uh, complete specimens or at least good amount of ammonites for construction of your biostatigraphy. And just like that, things that literally take millions of years to form can disappear dangerously fast, souvenir by souvenir. And with them, everything we can learn about evolution or environment or climate, right down to the initiation of your modern Asian monsoon. Because of the people or the industries, they are getting continuously uh, deteriorated. And the problems for the generation will be that they will be not able to understand this situation in the field. They can only read these things in the textbook, but they can never imagine and they can never see those changes happening in front of their eye because they will not be able to see the outcrops. And it's not just tourism and unscrupulous fossil hunters, of course. Here's Sweta Patil. Assistant Professor at St. Xavier's College, Mumbai, who's talking about geo-heritage sites in Kutch, Gujarat. What happened is that entire section is a kind of buried under the waste product of the cement company. So mining and uh, the cement industries are two major threats which I have seen in that area. 
second or the next one in the line is the way the water resource management is done over there with the water irrigation department doing small dams on the streams which were there that is where the uh, outcrops or exposures which were next to the streams are now under water each year when i visit the area i see that there is something new happening whatever i saw last time is those outcrops those rocks are gone either under the water or they are gone because of mining mining has been a part of their area or disturbing or destroying outcrops in the area in my area it's mostly been agriculture now we can't blame people for doing agriculture but uh, in my area most of the out or a lot of outcrops have been dug up and they have been converted into fields or either they have been dug up and the area has been converted into water tanks for agriculture so that's something which i have seen a lot amrita paranjpe talked about crop cultivation and land reclamation activities in tamil nadu meanwhile rajini panchang spoke about how destruction takes place in the name of development in goa when i was doing my phd i was finding some evidences which showed a fossil complete beach sediments they were all what are they they are all evidences of how the earth and how the sea has moved how the earth has evolved and it was so sad that we had seen this on airport road tabolim road also from nio to university road we could see this shell layer naturally deposited shell layer which could probably be deposited by the sea along the coastline it was all there and one fine day they decided that they want to widen the roads and this entire evidence of high sea level rise was just mowed down by the jcb and it feels so sad that oh god my only evidence which i could show you know my students my children because many people don't believe and i think seeing is believing given these multiple threats that are submerging displacing or otherwise turning india's geological important uh, formations into dust leading geologists have been pushing for a geo heritage and geopark bill which essentially talks about creating sites to protect geological heritage with the involvement of local communities Uh, definitely this bill is going to help us because if we want to show this heritage to next generation uh, this bill is going to help uh, next generation to go and see these rocks and sections on their own so this bill is very very important the people local people and the industries will know that these are protected by the government and it has i mean those features has very significant value so they Uh, are not allowed to touch them or destroy them which will help for the future generation and for also for the people working right now scientists like shweta and suraj all agree that uh, this proposed bill for geosites will be crucial for the conservation and the protection of important sites amrita also pointed out that this aspect of raising awareness is key I think the main key is to create awareness amongst people so right from a broader perspective going down to the uh, people who live in the area 
for them to understand what is the importance of the rock next to them is more important so we need with this bill at least we will have this start and getting the administration aware to do some activities to have a check on the rampant destruction that is happening maybe formally create geoparks which we don't have right now in india to understand a little more about why it is so challenging yet important to preserve our treasures better for the future we turned to vijay prakash mishra or vp mishra who joined the geological survey of india in 1975 and today is still involved with it presently as the secretary of the paleontological society of india he recorded the world's oldest fossil whale and brought the center of origin of whales from egypt to the indian subcontinent which is now accepted worldwide you know archaeological sites several archaeological sites we have in india those are protected by a central law central act but there is no government of india act at the moment which can declare a geo scientific site as a geo heritage site the main problem which we are facing throughout india is that maintenance is a problem because the land normally belongs to the states so the central government or the geological survey of india does declare these as national geological monument or geo heritage site but the maintenance is a problem I learned that worldwide with the International Union of Geological Sciences we have UNESCO geoparks these are unified geographical areas where sites of international geological significance are managed with a holistic concept of protection education and sustainable development co-created with local communities at present there are 169 UNESCO global geoparks in 44 countries India sadly has zero with the seal of unesco uh, they get more popularity and the government there and the local administration provides fund to protect the area geological survey of india has identified 26 sites around the country to be developed as geoparks vipin mishra explained that the idea behind the bill and its proposed geoparks is that it would bring in tourists so that local people and their state governments see some earnings and are incentivized to protect the country's geological heritage despite scientists overwhelming support for this bill there might be some reservations the sites which have been identified i think are not enough because india has a rich diversity of uh, geo heritage sites and uh, that's i think they have not been completely covered and much more can be covered overall though rajani agrees with mishra and countless others about the urgent need for the bill but recommends that we think about it in a more holistic way so i really think that just passing a bill is not going to be enough because there is a question of economy or urbanization over protection of these we need to think of our geo heritage sites as sources of income and uh, as long as this debate remains i really wonder if this bill will help 
we really need to have geologists who are really really active into it who understand the importance of these geological heritage that we have without that i think um, the bill will be incomplete that is very true so will the geo heritage bill be successful in protecting the country's vast fossil treasures only time will tell but it's clear that change needs to happen soon before the country's geological formations its fossils and all the heritage these contain are ground out and the study of geology and paleontology is confined only to the pages of a textbook thanks for tuning in to this episode of the nature india podcast i'm your host shubhra priyadarshini we'll be back with more soon Until then if you liked what you heard be sure to share it with friends and colleagues and check out our archives for more in both english and hindi Thanks to the DBT Wellcome Trust India Alliance for their support in producing this episode.